This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Chris Brooks here, and I want to thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Did you know that we are funded by the generosity of listeners just like you? Can you help us? Partner with the ministry of Equip by calling 888-644-4144 or give at equipradio.org. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am so thrilled that you've joined us today. Why don't you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. With that, I welcome you into what will be a very interactive edition of Equip. We got a new research report we're going to dive into on the state of clergy in America. You're going to be shocked and surprised by what I'm going to share with you, but we're going to dive into that in just a moment. But first, let me thank all of you who are supporting the program, in particular, those of you who are becoming monthly partners like Karen did, our newest Equipper from Green Acres, Florida. Thank you, Karen, for becoming a monthly partner. Listen, I want to encourage you to do that today. Um, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. If you can become a monthly partner today, it will guarantee and enroll you uh, or give you the right to enroll in our upcoming Zoom webinar. It'll also get you 50% off all Moody published items, which is amazing when you think about the authors that we have there, the great resources. So you can go shopping, you can do that. And it also gets you twice a month our Equipper Encouragement. This is fresh content to encourage your walk in Christ. And uh, I think it's some of the best content that we produce as a program. So here's what I would love for you to do. I would love for 10 of you right now to call and say, I'll commit a dollar a day to equip. That's just $30 a month. If you can do that, 10 of you can do that today. That would be phenomenal. $30 a month. It's just a dollar a day, but I need you to call now. 888-644-4144. 888-644-4144. Can you be one of 10 who call right now and say, I love the program. It's an encouragement to my heart. The content that's being produced every day is a blessing to me, and I am being better equipped to live, share, and defend our, my faith. If the guests and the resources on this program have been an encouragement to you, I'm going to ask you to consider becoming a dollar-a-day partner. We call those good folks equippers, $30 a month. I'll definitely give you a shout out, but we're asking for 10 of you to do that today. Do that now, 888-644-4144. If it's easier to go online, you can do that. Go online and you can register uh, for becoming a monthly partner there. Again, just think about that. That's an investment into the kingdom because what happens is you make sure this program has this microphone here every day that allows me to proclaim the good news of God's grace. And let me be clear in what we stand for here at, uh, at Equipped. We believe that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. 
We believe that the Bible is the word of God, the inspired, infallible, inerrant, eternal word of God. We believe there's grace and mercy at the cross of Christ. And we believe that God loves you and has a purpose for this generation and that he's not done redeeming and transforming our world. If that message inspires your heart, if you agree and align with that, support us today, a dollar a day, or go to equipradio.org, equipradio.org, or call 888-644-4144. Now, if you've been over to our social media page today, you see that we are locked in with a question of the day, and here's the question of the day. How do you encourage your pastor? How do you encourage your pastor? Some of you excel at that. Some of you do a really good job. Maybe you're praying. Maybe you're babysitting for them, cooking meals, encouraging their family. I want to hear from you. What are you doing to encourage your pastor? Because I'm going to tell you right now, as we get ready to dive into this research that is fresh and new, if you don't have a plan to encourage your pastor, odds are you're going to lose him. If you do not have a plan to encourage your pastor, odds are you are going to lose them. The study is showing that, and uh, maybe you might not find that as significant as I do, but one of the greatest threats to the American church today is pastoral turnover, pastoral resignation, and pastoral discontentment. That is uh, one of the greatest things. If we have vacancies in the pulpit, we're going to have a deficiency of doctrinal teaching that is needed to carry us through our rapidly changing times. If you're in agreement with me that we are living in the end times, the last days, God's end time and redemptive calendar is rapidly advancing and the return of Christ is approaching. If you agree with me, then you must agree that the Bible is very clear on what those days would look like before his return. Mass deception, people saying here he is and there he is and he's not there. Many false teachers, all of these things the Bible talks about, persecution for the church. How does the church navigate all of that? Well, we need shepherds after God's own heart. So goes the shepherds, so goes the the church. I'm also convinced that when God wants to show a group of people how much he loves them, one of the ways he does that is by giving them good and godly leaders. So when God blesses you and your church with a, a leader, a pastor who is faithful to the word, who is uh, doing uh, his best to apply the word of God to his life and and living that out. If God blesses you with a a godly family who uh, loves that pastor and they're they're trying to model the best they can what it means to follow Christ, what a blessing that is. That's one of God's ways of saying to a church, I love you. Saying to a group of people, I love you. He blesses us with good leaders when he wants us to know that we have received his favor. Likewise, scripture records that when the people of God are in rebellion against him, one of the things that he does is he removes those good leaders, or to put it a different way, he gives them leaders after their own heart. 
So here's the question. Do we want leaders after his own heart or, or, or our own heart? And when we have leaders after our own heart, we lament and we look up and say, these leaders have abused us. These leaders have not done anything to make things better. These leaders have just gotten us into a worse condition. And as I look at our broader world, so many of those leaders are out there. But I believe that many of you have been blessed by God to have a good leader. So here's my question. What are you doing? What's your plan to encourage your pastor? Here's the number. 877-548-3675. That's 877-LIVE-675. Give me a call. 877-548-3675. Okay, let's dive into the research. I came across this article by Leonardo Blair. He's one of the senior feature reporters for the Christian Post, and he reports data from a survey that has arisen from the Harvard Institute, I'm sorry, Hartford Institute, the Hartford Institute uh, for the Study of Faith and Religion, and uh, it is a deep dive into the state of clergy. What are they thinking? How are they feeling? And here is the headline, more than half of American clergy are seriously considering quitting. More than half of American clergy are seriously considering quitting. That's the highest number in American history. Scott Thuma is professor of sociology of religion at the Hartford International University. He uh, there heads up the Religion and Peace Project uh, where he studies religious data of what's going on in the U.S. And friends, as a pastor myself, full disclosure, I am a pastor. I ran across this article and I said to myself, man, this is stark. And then I began to ask myself, what have I experienced from my friends and colleagues in ministry? And I got to say, I think this number is pretty spot on, that um, over half are seriously considering. Now, the definition of seriously considering Leaving, resigning, or to use their word, quitting ministry is this. It is more than just a fleeting thought. You begin to make plans. Maybe you have not executed those plans yet, but you begin to make plans on, well, am I going to notify? You begin to make plans on what my next steps are going to be, when I'm going to hand in my resignation. Maybe you've already drafted the resignation letter. I want you to think about your pastor, and and there's a lot of important people in your life. I realize that. You got kids. Some of you have spouses. You have grandchildren. You have friends. I know there's a lot of important people in your life, but I would pray and hope that one of the people in your life that's important is your pastor, and, uh, and I would pray and hope that you care deeply and you want to know if they were thinking about resigning, if they felt so overwhelmed that they were thinking about stepping away, this is 53% of pastors. It, you know, you would expect maybe 10%. I, I would imagine any profession you pull up from doctors to lawyers to business people to teachers, uh, you name it, I'm sure you, you get 10 to 20% are at any given time thinking about leaving. But when over half a record high in American history, this is alarming. And who's going to replace them? 
who's going to step into those shoes? Not only do we have a great resignation going on among clergy, we don't have a pipeline to replenish the ranks when they step away. To put it a different way, we have more congregations than we have clergy in America. So this is exactly what the Bible talks about when Jesus looks at the people and weeps over the fact that they are like sheep without a shepherd. We're in a season like that right now. So this is why I'm asking you, what is your plan for encouraging your pastor or what are you doing? What are you currently doing to encourage your pastor? If you are a pastor today, I want to make space to pray for you. I don't care where you're at in your ministry journey. Uh, whether you are solo pastor, you have a team, or whether you're new to pastoring or you've been in it for a while, every one of us needs prayer and encouragement. I would love to do that for you. I'd just love to be your prayer par- partner today. If you're a pastor in a house church, a medium-sized church, a mega church, I don't care. You call today, 877-LIVE-675. That's 877 877- 548-3675. All right, a little bit more about the research. And we're going to look at the factors that are producing this phenomenon. They talked to 1,700 pastors, and this was in 2023 that they did this. So this was last year, as last year was closing. And they compared the results to a 2021 survey. Now, this is why it's important, because change gives us trajectory. If you're comparing data from one year to a previous year, it's showing you not only a current snapshot, but where things are headed. This is where it gets a little bit scary. 53% of pastors say that they're seriously considering quitting or leaving their job. You know what that number was back in 2021? 37%. 37%. So that means in a short span of two years, we've seen a 16% increase. So let's do the math. Let's do the math. Let's project out two more years at current rate. Two more years at current rate, if we don't figure this out, if we don't figure out a way to encourage and retain pastors to care well for their soul, that 53% of pastors jumps to 69%. Just shy of 70% if things don't change at current trajectory. Man, why is this happening? We're going to dive into it, but I want to see pastors encouraged. I want to see them equipped. Yes, I want good pastors who stand firmly with their feet planted in the word of God, boldly proclaiming the gospel, absolutely unafraid. I want pastors who are led by the Spirit, who are Um, men of prayer, burdened by the Lord. I want to see a move of God. I am still praying for revival for us, for our sons, for our daughters, for our grandchildren. And I hope you want to see that too. But how are we going to see it? How will they hear if no one is sent? Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We need men and pastors and leaders who are going in the name of the Lord. I want to hear from you, 877-548-3675. All right, we asked for new monthly partners who would come on board with us. You can go to our website, equipradio.org, and I am so happy that you are doing it. We'll be right back right after this. 
Have you been wanting to memorize scripture, but just haven't found the right way or the right time? I get it. Scripture memorization can be daunting, but it doesn't have to be. I have an easy way to get you started right here at the start of this new year. It's a practical step-by-step guide called Memorizing Scripture, and it's yours with the gift of any amount to equip. Call 888-644-4144 or visit equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Today we're talking about the crises among clergy that we're facing across the country. Going to get back to that in just a moment. But we also ask you to consider today being one of 10 who say, I will step up to the plate and stand with you at a dollar a day, $30 a month. We call those good folks equippers. And this is a commitment that we're making to advancing the gospel in our community. When you make that monthly commitment, that $1 a day commitment, I'm going to ask you to do that today. If you can do that, $1 a day, what you're saying is every day I want to hear the message that Jesus is Lord, the Bible is still true, that God is at work in this generation. I want to pray with you for revival. When you make that partnership, we're committing together to do that together. So make that investment so that your community will be reached. And you know, a lot of times we think, well, somebody else is going to do that. No, you take ownership for your own community. You take ownership for your community. So if you're living in um, Kokomo, Indiana, take ownership for that and say, I'm going to do that $30 a month gift. If you're living in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, take ownership and say, yes, I'm going to do that. If you're in Spokane, Washington, wherever you find yourself all over this country, let's partner together. Let's pray for revival to come. Now, Carolyn just checked in from Evanston, Illinois. So grateful for you, Carolyn, stepping in at that level, a dollar a day. So grateful for that. You give us a call, 877-548-3675. Carolyn's on the board. We need nine more friends who say, I will do that. Nine more communities that we're going to agree together today being reached for the gospel of Jesus Christ Uh, your city experiencing revival. That's what we're going to pray for today. And helping uh, us do that is such a blessing. uh, 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. What if I told you in two years, 70% of clergy would step away? What would you say? Well, a current study says 53% of clergy are thinking about leaving, quitting, Seriously thinking about that, not a fleeting thought. On current pace, we'll be at 69% in two years. Now, a little bit about these clergy, and then I'm going to go to the phone line, because my question for you today is, what are you doing to encourage your pastor? you got to have a game plan, because if you're not, if you don't have a game plan, you're probably going to lose them. And I will tell you, there's not this massive talent pool pipeline that is going to replenish the ranks. For many churches, they're facing the prospects of the pastor they have now being their last pastor. The assumption that there is another person waiting to fill that spot, if that person leaves, I'm arguing is is a false assumption that's not a given. All right, here's, here's the profile. Uh, from the Hartford Institute, uh, Hartford University Institute on Religion. It says that the average clergy person in America is 59 years old. 
They've been pastoring on average for about seven years. But listen to this. This is one of the things that got me. 60% of them are solo and they don't have a team. So 60% of them are going at this hard calling by themselves. Now, you may say, well, there's volunteer, other uh, ways for people to surround them, and that's certainly true. I'm going to give you some stats on volunteerism in America, in particular uh, post-pandemic in local church. But on, on the top of the list, I will tell you right now, if you can just volunteer at your church, you're going to bless the socks off your pastor. Let's go to the phone lines. Tammy is listening in Tennessee. Hey, Tammy, thank you so much for listening to Equip. Uh, so tell me a little bit about your church and what you're doing to encourage your pastor. Well, we're a small church, but we love our pastor. And he is older, but he works so hard. And we pray very much for him, very continuously. We support him financially as best we can. And we uh, gift him frequently. Um, many gifts, many gifts. <laughs> we love him dearly. And um, anything we can do for him. We uh, wow. keep the church. We uh, encourage him in music. And um, yeah. Yeah. Just, we love him. We love on him. We absolutely love him. And um, he's been sick the last 10 out of the 11 Sundays, and we've missed him from our church service. So we know what it's like to be without him. And uh, I would tell you to love on your pastor. Yeah, first off, you just named uh, maybe a half dozen things that you guys do. But the number one thing you said is love. You must have said it a dozen times in this uh, short uh, little call here. And what a blessing. It shines through your deep love for him. I want to pray for him today. Um, I I hear uh, when you say that he's sick, I I don't want to let you run without praying. So what's his first name? Estel, Estel Bilbrey. All right, we're going to pray for Pastor Bilbrey. Father, we pray right now for a pastor who's been faithful, a pastor who has loved your people, and we thank you that you have surrounded him with uh, with people like Tammy, a church that loves him, Lord. And I just pray for that to continue. But I also pray for his restoration. I pray for health and healing and strengthening Lord, you're the maker of these bodies. You're the one that can fix them. Uh, Do what medicine and doctors may not be able to do. Uh, Lord, you are a great physician. So I do pray for you to give him mental peace, but also physical peace. May he sense your nearness and know the touch of the master. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Tammy, thank you for calling Uh, The phone number, 877-548-3675. Let me go to Philip, who's listening in Utah. Hey, Philip, thank you so much for giving us a call. What's your comment? Oh, um, I'm a pastor at the First Baptist Church of Centerfield, Utah, and I encourage a lot of pastors. uh, uh, It was, uh, was hard coming out here to Utah and seeing so many pulpits empty. And the wow. Lord just uh, broke my heart and said, uh, 
here's this little church with uh, eight people, <laughs> and uh, they've been around for 35 years, and they lost their pastor back in mm. May. He uh, he quit, and um, so I uh, felt led by the Lord to come in and offer my services as a uh, someone to fill the pulpit, and eventually they said, why don't you just become our pastor? And Okay. And so this last weekend, uh, I, I uh, brought out a friend of mine, Mike, who is going to, who's ordained as well, went through the same seminary as I, and he's going to come out and, and uh, be my second out here so we can wow. start this ministry uh, uh, reaching the, the community of Centerfield. That's great. Um, I've do been you, in ministry do, for do, 28 years in corrections. Do you have a, a resource that you feel like is a good one for pastors? The best book in the world is called Dangerous Callings. Um, I can't I think that, remember who that's, the author That's Paul is. David Tripp. Paul David Tripp. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Crossway. Listen, Philip, I appreciate uh, you calling. That That is um, that's a blessing. Number one, thank you for going to a place where it's not easy to pastor. Uh, Utah is not <clears throat> necessarily an easy place uh, for evangelical pastors, so appreciate you being there. Secondly, for encouraging other pastors and for inviting your seminary uh, friend to come out and, and shepherd with you. What a blessing that is. Philip, uh, so grateful for you. Listen, phone number 888-644-4144. If you can become a dollar a day partner, I'll be so grateful for that. $30 a month. We call those good folks equippers. We need 10 by the end of the day. So I'm asking you to simply pray about it. Ask the Lord, would he have you to do this, to make this investment into the kingdom? And if the answer is yes, then I would ask that you would do it. Decreased volunteerism is the number one reason why pastors are experiencing burnout. I'll talk to you about that on the other side of this break. Next up on Equip with Chris Brooks. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. What a great day. Phone number 877-LIVE-675 to join the conversation. It's 877-548-3675. Being with you uh, on this program each and every day is an absolute joy. And it's one of the highlights of my day every day. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of the Equip family. We want to serve you well. We're constantly thinking about ways to serve you. And one of the ways that we're going to serve you in a couple of weeks is by doing another Zoom webinar. These Zoom webinars are phenomenal. It gives us an opportunity to go deep into a relevant, a real-life issue that is so at the center of our cultural moment. And this particular uh, Zoom webinar that's coming up is really critical if you're going to understand times we're living in. It's called Understanding Islam. We're going to talk about what's happening in the world through the lens of uh, the, the Islamic faith, and we're going to talk about how we as Christians can reach the Muslim world with the gospel, including our neighbors, our coworkers, 
our friends uh, who need the gospel. And uh, it, it's going to be just a powerful, powerful time. So if you want to understand our world better, what's happening in the Middle East, if you want to understand how to bear faithful witness, why don't you register today? The Equipper Encouragement email uh, should be headed your way. You can check your inbox and you can register there. Now, today we're talking about a really concerning report that just got released. It's a research study from Hartford International University. There they have the Institute for Religious Study. And um, there uh, the uh, report has come out that 53% of American clergy, in particular pastors, are, or more specifically pastors, are seriously considering quitting ministry. So my question of the day is, what's your plan for encouraging your pastor? Because I'm convinced that if you don't have a plan, you're probably going to use them. Now, Pastor Brady uh, checked in on Facebook. And uh, if Pastor Brady is listening from Lake uh, Avenue Baptist uh, Church, I just want to say thank you for, for your comment because what Pastor Brady says here, and I'm going to share his comment in just a second, is a reminder to me of what truly encourages a pastor. Now, there's a lot of different things you can do to encourage your pastor. Certainly, you can pray for them. That's phenomenal. Financially supporting pastors, in particular in smaller churches, so phenomenal. Uh, cooking meals, loving on his family, wife and kids, all of those things are great. But listen to these words from Pastor Brady. He says, as a pastor, I am encouraged when people show up to services and take part in ministry opportunities. I am encouraged when believers serve together. I'm encouraged when I see spiritual growth. And man, what a reminder to me, thank you, Pastor Brady, that we don't want to overlook the obvious. Just like every doctor wants to have a successful surgery, just like every athlete wants to have a, a, a successful game, just like every lawyer wants to have success in the courtroom, every teacher wants to have success in a classroom and to see their students doing well, every pastor wants to see spiritual growth in their church, and they want to have a testimony of God moving mightily among his people through services, public gatherings, but also just in their spiritual life as they apply the word of God faithfully and walk it out. And so I just want to say to you that as you think through your list of how I want to encourage my pastor, I, I hope we don't overlook the obvious, and that is get to church, get involved, apply what he's teaching you, and uh, and grow. Volunteerism is something I want to keep on driving home because here's what the numbers show us about volunteerism, is that during COVID, volunteerism dropped 40%. So whatever the level of volunteerism was at your church, 40% of the volunteers during COVID said, I'm not doing it. I'm not participating. Now, there's been a bounce back, as you would expect, as COVID and practices have, um, the, the practices for managing COVID 
have become more standardized and and obviously the sentiment concerning COVID has become less heightened and frightening for many. Um, the the numbers of volunteers have come back, but yet volunteerism among pastors is still down 15% from pre-COVID numbers. So that's 15% of people who used to serve. And some of these volunteers were almost quasi staff members. Maybe you're listening to me right now and you're one of those volunteers where you are just about there as much as anybody on staff and you love your church that, that much. Praise God for you. But imagine 15% at any church of the people no longer there. That is one of the contributing factors. I want to talk about some other contributing factors to uh, the reasons why pastors want to quit. Number two is congregational conflict. There is a direct correlation between increased conflict among the parishioners of a church and the increase of a, of a pastor wanting to leave. The more conflict in the church, and you may say, duh, the more conflict in the church, the more a pastor wants to leave. But yet, so often we continue online, face-to-face, to not be peacemakers. So if you want to encourage your pastor, in other words, be a peacemaker. Be a peacemaker. Number three, third reason why pastors are leaving, not just because of decreased volunteerism, or uh, congregational conflict, but the third reason is because of drop in attendance. Drop in attendance. About 80% of pastors who have seen 50 or more members leave since the pandemic are thinking about opting out of ministry or at least switching from their current congregation and applying to work at another congregation. We need to know these numbers Not that numbers tell the whole story, but they do give us an indication of what's happening underneath the surface. We need to be aware of these so that we can combat these, so that we can be a blessing. I want your church to buck the trend. I want your church to be a church where the pastor is so deeply committed that he's saying, until Christ returns or until I'm called to be with Jesus, I'm here. I'm staying here. I'm committed. I am locked in as a pastor. I think that's the sentiment that I want to have every day when I wake up, and that's the sentiment I hope that many, many pastors have, increasingly so. Let's go to the phone lines, but I do want to remind you, today we're asking for 10 friends who can stand with us at a dollar a day, $30 a month. That becomes a monthly partner and equipper. Carolyn has already checked in. I need you to represent your city and to check in with us as well at 888-644-4144. Become a monthly partner and equipper today or go to equippedradio.org. Let's go to Matthew who's listening in Idaho. Hey, Matthew, thank you for listening. What's your uh, comment? Hello, Chris. Thank you for your show. Um, I'm a retired United States Army soldier, so I believe in our Constitution and I fought for it, and I believe in our, you know, religious freedom. And so that's what I remind my pastor every week, you know, not just the Constitution, because it's God-inspired, I believe, but then in the, in the Holy Scripture. And what my pastor does, he does not preach about politics or tell us what to do there. He does not talk about, you know, get prepared for this or that as the world's getting worse. 
what he is focused on is Christ. He's preparing our yes. hearts yeah. Yeah. for heaven. And yeah. that in that I encouraged him so much this last week. Yes. And that's so good. Told, Math, yeah. Matthew, let me let me jump in there because I think what you're saying is is really powerful. And uh if if I had to put a uh a summary statement on what Matthew is saying, is he's encouraging his pastor and his preaching to stay focused on Christ and to stay bold and courageous. And I love that. I love that. In particular, and I'll just be a little bit biased, every one of us can do that. But what a blessing when men do it with their pastor to just come alongside your pastor and say to the pastor, pastor, keep being bold, keep giving us Jesus. We love it when you preach about Christ. I'm telling you, that is the type of attaboy that gets a pastor pumped up. And you talk about motivating your pastor to go deep into the word, to love Jesus, to preach and proclaim truth. You know, I, I will tell you, you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. You've heard that said before. And the fact is, is that um, so often we are counterintuitive here as it pertains to encouraging pastors. We are more prompt to or prone to tell them what's missing. Um, what the, what you what's lacking, what you what you're not hearing, and yeah, there may be time and place for some of that, but what we need to do more often than not is to tell them this is where you're nailing it, and encourage them to keep on doing it. That's a blessing, and I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for calling in, Matthew, and thanks for serving our country as well, Father. Bless Matthew. Bless all of those soldiers that are out there serving on the front line for our freedoms in our nation. We ask that you, your hand of blessing would be upon them in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, if you're a pastor out there, I'd love to hear from you as well. How can we pray for you? How can we be a blessing to you? 877-548-3675. Also, if you've been blessed by Equip, go to our website, EquipRadio.org. That's EquipRadio.org. Let's go to McKenzie, who's listening in Deerfield Beach, Florida. Hey, McKenzie, thank you so much for calling. What's your comment? Thank you, Chris. Um, uh, one thing that I encourage my pastor is by being involved within the ministry. Um, mm. I'm within the media department, so I mostly do photography and videography. And that's great. one thing that I one thing that I love about that is that. I've seen how God has blessed me within my business because after I've experienced doing photography and videography within the church, I went to go create a business as well that does like sports photography. And my whole foundation on my business is on God. And yeah, I've yeah. seen how me starting in the church have blessed me everywhere I've, I've gone, everywhere I go, everywhere I go. And yes. I, all I can do is try to be involved and help my pastor out the best way I can. I always try to make sure that we do every try to make things online so we can always bring back the people that that um that used to go to church to come back and we have seen an increase of all the um older you know young adults that have left but also came back because most of them are mostly on social media and stuff like that so yeah. for me I try my best to be involved in ministry. Well, let me just say to you Mackenzie, you you sound young so I don't know I, how how old are you Mackenzie? I'm 24. <laughs> 24. First off, bravo to you for 24 years old to have the wisdom you have, the commitment to the Lord, 
you're a blessing. And I just want you to know that just about everybody who's listening, I'm sure is honking their horn right now saying thank you, thank you for being a bright spot in your generation. Secondly, that social media, video-based ministry, online ministry is more of a blessing than what you know because what the statistics are showing us is about 30% of people have shifted to that being the primary way that they interact with their church and hear the gospel. So thank you for doing that. And then you crystallize for us the words of Matthew 6, 31 through 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. God will bless you when you put him first, just like Mackenzie. We'll be right back right after this. Friends, I want to take a moment to invite you to our next Equipper webinar coming up on Thursday, February 1st, right after the program. With the spread of Islam, it's crucial that you and I are equipped to think and speak biblically about this religion. And I'll also explain the history and teaching of the Muslim faith. Bring your questions and join the discussion about understanding Islam. Equippers, look for an email from me with the registration details for this free interactive webinar. Now, if you're not an equipper and want to attend, become a monthly partner by calling 888-644-4144 or go online to equipradio.org. What an encouragement today has been. So grateful for pastors who are checking in with us online. So grateful for folks who have called from Utah to Tennessee, from Illinois to Michigan. You guys are doing an awesome job connecting with us. Today is all about ministry to pastors. How do we encourage our pastors? I don't want your pastor, your, your church to follow the statistics. I want you to buck the trend and for you to have a pastor who is locked in saying, as God gives me grace, I plan on being here with you until he returns. Let me just give you another issue that's really big, that's pushing a lot of uh, pastors out of the pulpit, and that is they become spiritually exhausted from talking people back into the faith. Um, You need to remain faithful One of the greatest ways for you to encourage your pastor is for you to look to the word of God and to continue to grow and progress in your faith. There's a lot of what we call deconstruction going on in the church of people leaving the church. And so for you to stay faithful in the church is one of the greatest ways for you to encourage the pastor of your church. Let's go to Tina in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tina, thank you so much for calling. What's your comment, Tina? Well, first, I just want to thank you. And um, my husband spends hours and hours and hours a week on sermon preparation and prayer over what God has led him to teach. And so just showing up, the other pastor said it best. When people walk through the door, that's the best encouragement that my husband can get. And then we have people that are calling us all the time, and they will say, the Lord put you on my mind this morning. How can I pray for you? And I'm just very thankful that people recognize, uh, you know, the time and the prayer that goes into sermon preparation. And 
even before Chris, I had called in three years ago when there was a lady from Atlanta, Georgia, who heard my call, and she prayed for me, and she looked up our church, and she sent my my husband a card. And so <laughs> I just want to say thank you for being a voice. I just want to say thank you. And for those that are listening, especially if you are in a small church, please pray for your pastor. What a great call, Tina. What a blessing. Three years ago, someone hears your voice and hears your call, and they call in. And the next thing you know, a card of encouragement comes. That is the body of Christ at its best. And people ask me, what is it that you love about being a part of a local church? Aren't there so many imperfect people or so many blemishes in the body of Christ? And yes, we're all imperfect people, but this is what I love. When we're able to encourage and bless one another, like that caller from Atlanta did for you that three years ago, God bless your husband for investing hours and hours of prayer and preparation into his sermons. And God bless you for being a part of his life, his ministry, and encouraging others. I'm so grateful to have heard from a pastor's wife. Uh, I think that's absolutely awesome. Friends, I hope that this information has spurred you on to say, I want to make a difference. I want to be a voice of encouragement to my pastor. Showing up, volunteering, praying for your pastor, growing spiritually by applying the word of God to your life. These, my friends, are ways you encourage your pastor in Christ. Look to be a peacemaker, not to stir up conflict and contention. Look to be a peacemaker. And I'm going to close with this thought that while there are ample opportunities for you to uh, share your complaints about what's missing in the church, what's broken in the church, what's not going right in the church. I want to encourage you to start this year out by encouraging your pastor and letting them know at least one thing that you love about your church. You don't have to do it um, through a call. You can write a card. You can send a text. You can drop an email. But today, I want to encourage you, don't let this day, this week pass without encouraging your pastor. You'll thank me later for that wisdom because I do believe that it'll help you to retain your pastor. Friends, what a great show. I'm so grateful that you join us today. As we get ready to leave, I want to lay before you again, uh, my heart's desire and prayer request is that we would have 10 friends today who will stand with us at a dollar a day, $30 a month, become an equipper, a monthly partner, your generosity helps to make this program possible. The phone number, 888-644-4144 or equipradio.org. Until we're together again next time, as always, remember Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. Hey there, friends. Chris Brooks here. I want to invite you to listen in for our next edition of Equip. We're going to talk about Genesis and creation care. It's our responsibility to care for God's creation, but does that make us environmentalists? How should we feel about climate change and so much more? Sandra Richter joins me on the next Equip.
Listen live weekdays at 1 Eastern, noon Central on the Moody Radio app or EquipRadio.org.